G'day, this is Lisa Tester and this is another episode in Surviving the Legal System in Australia with a Psychopath. Today we're talking about the Kennan Rule. Now, you'll often hear um, shorthand. There's lots of shorthand at court um, and if you go often enough, you'll hear the term, um, this is a Kennan case, Your Honour, and that's code for, this is a this is a domestic violence case and you should be paying attention to the contributions that were made more arduous by the fact of family violence. Now, the case of Kennan and Kennan from 1997, it contemplated whether family violence could influence the outcome of a property settlement. In that case, um, it was determined that Section 75 and 79 of the Family Law Act 1975 empowered the court to assess the financial consequences of family violence, but you had to satisfy um, a certain number of elements. Now, there are three elements under the Kennan test, that there had to be a course of violent conduct that was established. The violent conduct must have a discernible impact on the victim and thirdly, that the victim's contributions to the relationship must be made significantly more arduous as a result of the violent conduct. Now, in 2020, there was a case called Benson and Drury, which was in the family court. It was an appeal to the full court of the family court where a party appealed a decision where the wife was granted an extra 5% based on the Kennan test in a property settlement. Now, <clears throat> the question before the full court was, how should a court assess the contributions of a party which are made more arduous because of the other party's conduct? Now, in, in that case, uh, contributions had been compartmentalised, had been categorised, had been segmented and dissected um, and there, there was a lot of commentary around it. It was an 11-year de facto relationship um, and there were significant contributions made by the, the husband at the beginning of the cohabitation um, and it was held that the appeal wasn't allowed, the appeal was dismissed. The full court, um, in its decisions, in the decision that it, that, it, that it put out, held that while the primary judge uh, correctly identified the adjustment of the 5% based on the Kennan argument and that that was warranted, they, they posited that her Honour had failed to consider the, uh, the canon argument in a holistic way. They held that a correct interpretation of the canon argument involves an assessment of the contributions which have been made more arduous against all other contributions, whether direct, indirect, financial or non-financial. Now, the full court relied on the principle in Jabor and Jabor of 2019 which says that it is erroneous to segment or compartmentalise contributions and weigh one against another.
Now, the Cannon test is often um, is often discarded in cases of coercive control. It's it's very rarely very rarely used in cases of invisible abuse, like we are talking about all the time in this podcast. The psychopathic cunts that we all know and have come to not love anymore, they are insidious. They're, they're patterns of behaviour and control. It cannot be compartmentalised into um, did he break my bones, did he stop me from, um, from working because I was in a wheelchair. The, the violent conduct is very rarely seen against the backdrop of what um, Jabor and Jabor sets out. If it's erroneous to segment or compartmentalise contributions and weigh one against the other, then surely the argument must be that the Kennan test, with its three elements, ought to be applied more rigorously and fulsomely to cases that have long-standing patterns of behaviour and conduct. Now, it says a course of violent conduct. Now, the Family Law Act sets out what family violence is and it is explicit when describing family violence. It says that coercive control is family violence. What noticeable and discernible impact on the victim arises from that kind of family violence? Well, there's PTSD, there's a wealth of research out there about what happens to victims. We lose our ability to speak up, we cower, we walk on eggshells, we don't rock the boat, we don't poke the bear, we don't get angry, we try to minimise and keep the peace as much as possible and we allow the other party to get away with a great deal of things that in the ordinary course of events we would speak up about. So the canon rule, the canon rule applies to the invisible, bruiseless violence because the psychological harm that comes from psychological damage inflicted by those who purport to love us is immense. Everyone will tell you that it's easier to recover from a broken bone than a broken mind. When they break your mind and your spirit and they break you in so many subtle and insidious ways, surely, surely there's solicitors now that can accurately determine and and catalogue and describe the discernible impact 
on a victim. Where are they? Where are those solicitors who were able to do that? Where are they leading this charge in the call for coercive control to be criminalised or whatever? But Kennan, Kennan is the case that you need to pay attention to. Kennan, Jabor and Jabor and Benson and Drury. I'll post those links in the description here. So pay attention, be informed and you heard it here. Pass it along.